0: Good morning. We're speaking to Teacher Yan, who is the Principal and Director at Summer Academy Kindergarten. Good morning, Teacher Yan. Thank you so much for Good. speaking to us.
1: Good morning, Belle. Good morning, Gide. Morning. Morning.
0: Now, um, schools, well, kindergartens <coughs> and preschools are reopening July 1st. Um, how, how, how is it that the school is reassuring parents that it is now safe to send their young children back to school?
1: Well, I think the MOE has uh, done a good job, you know, setting the SOP. And what we have done with it, actually, we made it into a video SOP. So it's very visual for the kids and the parents. So the kids are enticed actually to go back to school. And furthermore, we actually, you know, uh, put an SOP together based on the MOE's uh, SOP to make it into pictures. Mm -hmm. So it's very clear, you know, what steps to do and what steps to follow.
0: Did you get all your teachers to go through a COVID test?
1: Yes yes it's actually necessary actually we are waiting for that. but the kakaks have been uh, to the covid test to make sure you know the food preparation and so forth and so on will be done safely
0: okay so everybody even the teachers and and the kakaks have also yeah. done the covid test
1: we we are waiting for the for the teachers to actually go in actually we actually registered already so we are waiting for the for the for the go call actually
0: ah okay so you have to register first i thought you just so can- we have- just go to any clinic Send him
1: over there So we have registered You know For uh, for school So we're waiting actually For the directive From uh, the MOE You know When we can actually Go for testing
0: Oh okay So the MOE Will have to tell you When and where To yeah. go for testing Yeah
1: Initially it was uh, You know Compulsory And now they say Like perhaps yes Perhaps no So we're waiting For the directives Actually But
0: oh. what about you What do you feel Do you feel
2: It's safer and better That everyone gets a test
1: Uh, I think so actually you know, just to be on the safe side.
0: Yeah. Now, tell us about the SOPs in place at your school to yeah. ensure the kids' safety.
1: So we put uh, markers, you know, one meter distance markers. So when uh, the, the the parents and the kids are coming in, you measure the temperature of the of the child. So no adults are actually allowed to enter the school. Okay. Now, once they're in, we disinfect the kids' clothes, you know, and then they wash their hands. After washing their hands, take off the shoes, you know, disinfect their feet before entering the school. So we have actually placed uh, extra uh, sinks outside the school so they can wash their hands. So we've installed actually extra sinks as well in the classroom. So there's minimal movements, you know, around the school so they can wash their hands inside the school as well in the classroom.
0: How do you disinfect their clothes and their feet? Like, is it a safe disinfectant that you're using? Yeah.
1: So it's something that you know one of our parents and uh, in one of our branches actually uh, recommended is child safe. It's actually a mist. Okay. So it's not in the SOP, but we find it's 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 you know it's it's important for you know to 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 put that in our SOP.
2: Also, this was like one of those where they walk through and then the mist covers them and then they they, they get disinfected.
1: We we are not that sophisticated. <laughs> <today>. <laughs>
0: just like a little spray, right? right, right
1: like, okay. yeah. it's, it's a spray. Yeah. It's a hand spray, actually. But the temperature
2: gauges, I mean, the, the what do you call it? The thermometers? thermometers? Yeah.
1: Has to be, you know, a non-contact thermometer. So we've uh, you know we we've looked for the best and uh, we, we found the best and, and very durable and very, you know, uh, very sturdy, actually.
0: How about within the classroom? How do yeah. you maintain social distancing, especially since they're such young kids? Some yeah. of them won't listen to you right you ask them to stay in the box they probably won't stay in the box for too long yeah yeah.
1: so that's why we have to create games around it as well uh, bell so it's uh, you know it's we're dealing with young kids so everything what you do you have to make it really fun you see uh, uh bear in mind that kids are going back to school and not going back to prison
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's so, true
1: you know, uh, yes, a lot of safety measures have been put in place, but we also have to think of the well-being of the kids. Mm. They're going back to school, you know, they're going to see the friends, they're going to see the teachers. Yes, there are rules as well, like normal rules that we have in our school. So we have to just reinforce in a fun way for the kids, you know, and also tell the story about, you know, what are the implications of, you know, this, these rules. What, what's, what's the importance of actually keeping distance? Mm-mm. One meter distance. Why one meter? Why not two meters? Why not 10 meters? Actually, why so once, not two
2: meters and ten meters? I mean, like, because number one, it's a, it's a lack of space, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. So, like you know, in one of our schools, you they you they we have uh, you know inbuilt cupboards. We actually took it away so to create more space within the classroom. Hmm. You know, we even put uh, UV lights. So once the 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 kids are going home uh, and and the teachers are home, you know, we put on the UV light
2: to disinfect actually the classroom. Wow! Wow! That's awesome. Because that, that's then, like going above and beyond actually. Yeah,
1: just to be on the safe side, you know. And we actually bought air purifiers for all the classrooms, you know, to just have an extra safety me- measure, uh, you know. So, you cannot be safe enough. So we put a lot of thoughts to it, you know, and and we put all these, uh, you know, uh, steps into place to make sure it's safe for the kids and it's safe for the teachers.
0: Mm. Speaking of teachers, do they has the method of teaching changed post MCO? I know teachers Uh, were giving online classes as well, right, during the MCO period. Yeah.
1: So uh, we had a meeting about it. And actually, uh, later on, I'm going to the schools as well, you know, to have a meeting. The classes should be as fun as possible. Well, that part should never change. Mm. You know, you should always engage with the kids. You know, make the kids feel at home. Like in the Netherlands, how they actually receive the kids when they, once the school reopened, it, it feels like a party. And it should be a party. It should not be something that's uh, depressing, not something that's you know, they're not looking forward to go. Mm.
0: Tell us about. I know you are half Dutch, so tell us about um, uh, the Netherlands. The kindergartens there have been open for a while. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, there's no social distancing there amongst the kids. Oh, okay. So only between teachers and and the kids. There's still uh, some you know safety uh, distance. But amongst the kids, in the first two weeks, they look at it, uh, how, how does it go? But there's, there's no contamination amongst the kids. So zero cases amongst the kids. So mm. the kids are okay to actually uh, socialize together.
2: But how do teachers teach? I mean, like, I remember going to kindergarten and the teachers would, would uh, encourage you and then they would pat you on the back and everything. Now you're not even supposed to touch you anymore, <laughs> though. So there's no touching at all. By the teachers.
0: Yeah. And teachers have to wear a mask in class? Yeah. 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 So how will that change the way a teacher teaches? And
2: the kids learn
0: as yeah. well.
1: Yeah. So we uh, we've done mock classes actually amongst the teachers. How to teach with a mask, how to teach with a face shield. So so far the mask is actually a better option. Okay. So we uh, we do we've done mock classes like how how does it go in the class? So the teachers were the students. Mm-hmm. You know and we took t- we took turns actually to 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 teach okay. to, to teach how it goes. So there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of uh, logistics involved nowadays you know once the school reopen you know which class will go out first which class will go in first know mm-hmm. how is the, actually the, the 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 routine you know of going in and of going out of the school so we have to take that into consideration as well.
0: Yeah, but let's think about it. Kindergarteners, six years old and below, they're very, very young kids. How do you tell them or make them understand about the importance of following these safety measures? You know, for them, it's like, it's, yeah, you can play a game with them, then they'll forget about it, and then they, they won't follow the rules anymore.
1: So that's why, uh, Belle, the, the words that you're using are very important. Mm. You know, like in our school, we don't say, don't run. We use, uh, you know, we say walking feet. Because if you say don't run, mm-hmm. what do you think the kids will hear? Run. run. So <laughs> you start running. Okay. So here, you you know, you, you have to tell the whole story. You know, you have to be very clear and and, 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 and honest to the kids. And I mean, uh, sometimes, sometimes we underestimate the kids' uh, ability. But kids understand a lot of things. Mm. You know, like like my younger son, he's four. You know, he used to touch everything. And then actually we, we told him a story and now actually he's touching things with his elbow. Okay. Because he knows the importance of, you know, of staying safe. Not for yourself only, but also for others.
0: Yeah.
2: But okay. in your son's case, did you tell him like, oh, let's play a game. Everything must be done with the elbow. Or did you tell yeah. him like, oh, it's dangerous to use your hands because you're, you might... How, how, was it a, a game or did you tell him about the, the dangers of it? Uh,
1: not the dangers, the implications actually. You know, if you say the dangers, it's like a doom scenario, isn't it? Right. If you do this, then this will happen. If you do this, <laughs> then this will happen. You know, right. yeah. it's quite scary for kids. Mm. So, you know, we, we put into a game, we actually tell a story, you know, and, and we do a dance. You see, there's a lot of things you can do to, 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 to let the kids understand what are the implications of certain actions.
0: Okay. Now, as a parent yourself, are yeah. you um, worried? Like, let's say schools are reopening tomorrow. Will you just send your kids tomorrow? Are you Absolutely. worried at all?
1: No, I'm not worried Bell. I mean, the kids have been cooped up in, at home for how many months, you know? Yeah. And it's not good for their, you know, mental well-being, honestly speaking. Mm. They need to be, you know, to go back to their friends. They need to socialize. Yes, they've learned a lot, you know, through Google, uh, you know, uh, classroom or Zoom uh, classes. But they need the interaction with, with their friends.
0: How can right. how can parents, how can we as parents help our children to go back to school and follow these SOPs, you know? Like you said, you taught your son to press everything with the elbow. How can I teach my four-year-old to press things with his elbow? Because <laughs> right now like... he only knows there's coronavirus out there and I cannot go out of the house. That's all he knows.
1: Yeah. But also tell the whole story, Bel, you know? That's what we have been telling our songs as well.
0: Yeah, how honest can we be with the young kids?
1: Death! Or, you know, <laughs>
2: is that too much?
1: And not to that extreme, actually. <laughs> right, right you, know, okay. to, you know, tell the story about, you know, uh, this what's going on with you know with, with the COVID. It started in China and then it moved, you know? So how can we stop this? Mm. So we can actually contribute to stopping this whole, whole COVID thing. Mm. You know, so, so they they have to realize they're contributing as well. But they're four years old and stuff. Do they? Will they understand that concept? Well, my son is four years older, so so he understands quite well, actually. You know, even putting on the mask in the beginning was a bit challenging, honestly Mm -hmm. speaking. Mm -hmm. But once we told him, you know, the implications why we have to wear a mask, then he understood, and now he's waiting for me to take his mask off.
0: Well, so he doesn't take it off himself, yeah.
1: No, no, he he waits. He said, "Like, okay, Papa, can I take it off?" I said, "Of course." You know, then, then I will take it off for him. That's good. So it's 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 a matter of uh, you know creating a certain routine, not by you know uh, creating scaring scary them. stories, but tell the honest truth. No, no, not scaring them. You know, that's there's something I, I, we never believe in actually, in, in our school uh, as well. We, we, we want to actually create positive uh, environments. Well, you know, you know we, we want to you know encourage the kids, empower the kids. Instead of saying, don't do this, don't do this, we will say, okay, what is better option to do? Shall we do this or shall mm. we do this? Okay, okay, I get that. So it. give right. them the option. Yes, then you empower them. They have actually you know, a part of their choice. You know, they're making choices by themselves. They're part of the whole process actually. Instead of just imposing certain rules and just follow the rules. That, that, that's, that, that will never work. Mm.
0: Do the kids have to wear masks in school as well? Inside within the school compound, uh,
1: you know, according to the SOP, you know, uh, parents uh, are encouraged for the kids to wear a mask. Parents should encourage the kids to wear a mask. That's in the SOP. So, but we actually will tell the kids, please wear a mask for your own safety.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, for parents who are still a bit skeptical and a bit worried about sending their young kids back to school. Do you give them an option of not going to school but still being able to learn from home?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we have actually uh, what we have done actually well. We have uh, you know the 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 real classes, face to face classes. We also have the option to have the Zoom classes and the Google Classroom classes still. Okay. And on top of that, actually we you know if if a lot of kids are coming in, we have six days school, uh, six school days actually. Oh. So but we divide actually the group into two to keep the numbers low. Mm, mm, mm. So even then, you know, the, the teachers have to work on Saturdays as well.
0: How many students to one class?
1: As minimum as possible. So whatever fits actually in a class according to the one meter distance. So it can be six kids, can be seven kids, can be eight kids.
2: Oh, and all it all depends it. on the dimensions of how much space you have anyway. Yes. in the yes. classroom. Yes. So the yes.
0: teachers will have to work at school and for online class as well? Or are you splitting the shifts...
1: Uh, they're doing both, actually, though. Oh. So, uh, you know, there's, there's there's more workload for the for the, for the the teachers as well. So we have to appreciate and uh, respect them for that as well.
2: I was wondering about that, actually, because uh, we've been talking about online learning mm-hmm. and going back to school and whatnot, and how sometimes online learning, it's not exactly like going to school and you're learning. Are they learning less online compared to when they're actually back in, in class?
1: It's, it's, it's a different type of learning, actually. You know, and what is lacking in online learning is is the peer learning part. You know, you can have Zoom meetings, like Zoom classes, but the peer learning is so important, and that's and that's missing actually in the on learning, uh, yeah, on learning classes actually
2: from friends.
0: And if you sit in on my three year old, three and a half year old's uh, online class, he cannot sit still. He'll be running around, rolling on the floor, going and get his toys and all that. It's very hard to get him to concentrate on the screen uh, on what the teacher is teaching.
1: That's why, about like in our school, we actually make instructional videos, we make games, we make quizzes. You see, to get the kids to be involved in, 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 the, in, in the classes, actually. Mm-mm. And actually, to, to create online classes, you know, in our school, it takes a couple of days to actually create that instructional videos. It actually is it's more work. Mm. It's not like, you know, I'm teaching, you know, I have some papers and I'm teaching. No, we have to make it very visual, very auditory, you know. So we, we, we make a lot of fun movies for the kids ourselves, actually. We make quizzes, you know, we we, we make very engaging for the kids.
0: This, I, I guess, this whole entire MCO period has also pushed you and your teachers out of your comfort zones, and picked. I guess the teachers picked up new skills as well, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So that's why we have, uh, you know, uh, regular meetings, you know, Zoom meetings with the with the teachers, where we share actually best practice. Hmm. Now, what, what works actually in, in the Zoom class, uh, Zoom classes? What works in the Google Classroom? How can we make you know the, 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 the instructions very clear for the kids? You know, uh, it's not just sending worksheets. You know, that's that's not what I mean. You know, with, with e learning, and and how do you make it very really engaging for the kids so they actually want to do the work?
0: Yeah, but now that you have this e learning capacity, are you going to continue it post MCO even when schools reopen and like peop- uh, all the kids are back at school? Do you plan to continue uh, it?
1: To a certain extent, yes, Bel. But not to, you know, as, as elaborate as, as, as what we've done so far. Mm-mm. Because, you know, we want to encourage the kids to go back to school. You know, to have the one-to-one, uh, uh, you know, interaction with, with the other kids, uh, with the teachers, you know. There's something that's, that goes beyond, actually,
2: uh, e-learning. Actually, that's true. Even for us, we were craving... Uh, just...
0: adult interaction for <laughs> yeah. me anyways because we were working from home for the past three months as well and yeah. I mean it's something new we never knew that we can record radio shows from home you know but um, it's a learning curve <coughs> but yeah. at the same time we crave the, the actual interaction yeah. between the two of us
2: but I also agree with you on on keeping kids interested because we forget sometimes we forget a kid's are like us as well because I went on some webinar and it was, I tried, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't stay focused because it was so boring. It was just words. The guy was just constantly talking. There were no other pictures, no activity. So I, I think I understand where the kids come from because I'm like a kid as well. right? <laughs> Absolutely. Isn't it?
1: So that's why, you know, it's uh, it's, it's good that we have uh, the tools now to have, uh, to do e-learning mm. But nothing beats actually face-to-face learning.
0: Mm. Correct. Is that why Is that why? Uh, Summer Academy School Management decided that it was time to open as soon as you were allowed to?
1: Yeah, because uh, the thing is, well, we, we've been preparing a lot of things. You know, we've been thinking about how to create a safe environment for the teachers and for the kids. So we, we've we been working on it for a long time already. So the moment they say like, okay, we can open, we were ready actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, we were not caught, we were not caught by surprise, basically. Yeah. So we look into, you know, what's happening in Holland. We also look what's happening in Hong Kong. We also look what's happening in Australia and learn from, you know, from those schools as well. What are they putting in place there that makes, you know, the, the environment safe?
0: Now, uh, Yan, what's your advice to parents who are about to send their kids back to kindy?
1: Uh, stay positive use positive wordings and work with the school you know I mean it's a fight against COVID-19 so parents and schools should not quarrel let's say about school fees you know (laughs) the schools have done their best to 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 make it safe for the kids to come back now don't haggle about school fees you know Uh, work together to fight the COVID that's 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 my message
0: Uh, Another question, what can parents do to sort of prepare the kids to go back to school now, now that they've been at home for so long? Mentally
1: prepare them. right. Well, you're going to meet your friends, you know, and and, and work through the SOP, you know, practice at home. You know, if if parents are practicing at home, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it helps the schools a lot. It helps the schools a lot. You know, one meter distance, you can make it into a game. Okay. Instead of saying like, oh, you have to keep one meter distance, otherwise, you know, doom scenario. Or you can say, hey, let's keep a one meter distance and let's see what's, what will happen then. So if you come too close, the alarm bell will go off. If you stay at the same distance, you know, it's a green light. For example, you know, mm-hmm. you can make it into a game. Oh, so and I'm going to
0: put duct tape on the floor now, <laughs> thermometer, sanitizer. Yeah.
2: Actually, you also, in a way, you're teaching kids how to do math and measurements because now they actually know what one meter is as well, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, so that's why we're also encouraging the kids uh, you know, to, to wash hands. You know, And even in our schools, we have lotions for the kids. Okay, I mean, the last few months we've been washing hands so much. Yes. You know, I, I know do about you, but I have cracks on my hands. <laughs> yeah, my that's skin. true. Yes, I was.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and even even to that extent, we thought like how to prevent those cracks. So we put actually hand lotion in all the classrooms, so the kids can actually put lotion on their hands after washing their hands.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure the parents listening to this interview will be assured that they can send their kids back to your school because you've thought about all these processes already so yeah thank you so much for speaking to us and uh, all the best